bougie and unbothered. It's Sasha here. Thank him. And today we wanted to talk about um, the differentiation between bringing baggage into a relationship and then kind of leaning on your past lessons and lessons learned from previous relationships and like how to kind of understand the difference between that. Because sometimes it can feel as though, or I feel like sometimes people can make you feel as though you're bringing baggage into a situation when really you've learned your lessons of like the red flags, what to look for, and you're really kind of just acting in accordance with that or vice versa. Well, I feel like you have to, it's all about how you package it, right? So it's a situation of like baggage versus lessons are like, so a lesson learned, obviously you take actions from the past, you learn from it and you make wiser decisions or you understand how to assess the situation differently. I feel like baggage is when you went through an experience in a previous situation and you're making the current person live through that same situation. Live through that. Yes. Like, like you're making them pay for that passport. Yes. Oh, that everybody wants to throw that phrase around. Don't make me pay for somebody's right. past mistakes. Right. Okay. And I think there's a and I think that's a big difference. And all it all comes down to behavior. I would agree with that. So, what would you feel like are some behavior patterns I guess of somebody that's just kind of working from a place of like they're scarred and now they're bringing all this baggage into a relationship I mean I think the biggie would be obviously someone who has trust issues right so that's always that's always the issue (laughs) so so taking a look at baggage like if you were in a situation let's say where um, there was infidelity in the past so if you're in a current situation where maybe you're hypersensitive to it and you're looking you're looking for clues that may not be there or you're very accusatory um, and not judging or treating someone for who they are versus who you, they, who you think they may be. And I think that's when that's when it's baggage. I would agree with that. I agree with that because I feel as though like I started thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about a friend who like has a tendency to just kind of lean on oh I have trust issues and kind of like the expectation it's almost like you're expecting like your partner to cure you of that like you know to kind of proactively anticipate that you know now they can't do certain things because you have trust issues as opposed to you know you're you're not even letting them have their own situation like you're not even letting them kind of like do anything wrong yet to then you know have a reaction like you're proactively reacting to something that they could potentially be doing so you know it just kind of came out of a conversation between her and I because I was like you know you're forever going to live these same patterns if you don't correct that yourself well I also think that people use the the idea of trust issues as an excuse for unhealthy behavior I agree. Like, just because you have trust issues doesn't mean it's okay to go through someone's phone. Like, now you can, or now to, you like, can just scroll their them. Instagram, like, right. and, like right, create so, seven different, like, <laughs> yeah. fake accounts. Right. And, like, 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 that, like <laughs> that is, that is not, that is not okay <laughs> to, to, to use that as a crux to say, like, I have trust issues. So these are, these are the reasons why we're in an unhealthy situation and you need to be okay with it. Because I think that's what a lot of people use as a scapegoat because of the baggage of a previous relationship. That's fair. So how do you feel about it going through the phone situation? I don't believe in going through the phone. Like actually going through the physical phone? Yeah, the physical no. phone. Like that's off limits. 
all day, like 100%. Yeah, I don't believe in sharing phones. I don't believe in like, oh, let me see your phone. <laughs> oh, like none of that. I feel like I very much believe in the idea of still keeping your individualism um, while being in a relationship. And so we don't, it's like, it's my phone. It's not our phone. I agree and I disagree. I I agree from the perspective of I think that yeah I don't I don't believe in inspector gadgetism and I think that that's like a disease that a lot of people have nowadays where it's like people pride themselves on like their detective skills and how yeah. how well they're able to like find stuff out. Right. Um and not even not coming from like the perspective of like oh if you look you're going to find something. It's like you should feel comfortable enough in your situation that you should not feel like you have to do that. And the second that you do feel like you have to do that, it's probably time to leave. So that's my philosophy. Well, I, I agree. I agree with all that. I, I, I do believe in the philosophy. If you look, you're going to find. And so, like, and, and I feel like if you're going to look and you find something, what are you going to do with it? Because I'm very much of a solution-oriented person. So there has to be a reason behind my actions if I'm going to look for something and I find something and then we're just going to get into an argument about it, but then we're going to wake up the next day and still be together, it's not the best use Yeah, of there was no time. point in looking. Right. Yeah. But if I'm looking because I have an idea that something is not right and I just need the evidence Validation, to move yeah. forward with my decision that's already cemented in my head, then, I mean, it is what it is. But usually I don't feel like... like my spidey senses are usually right. I don't really need the evidence if I yeah, feel. Mine too. And I feel like if you feel uncomfortable in your situation, then that's all you need to not be in it. So two things. Um, so I'll start with the latter one first. Uh-huh. Um, I agree, but I think that that takes us back to then, you know, knowing if you're operating from a place of baggage. Because I think that, like, a person who's kind of whole within themselves and, like, you know you know, I'm not a jealous person. I'm not an insecure person. So if I'm feeling uncomfortable, something's going on, mm-hmm. you know, someone who's probably coming in scarred with baggage, like their senses are all over the place. So, right. you know, I think the takeaways is definitely make sure that you're kind of whole within yourself before you're making those decisions. But then two, you believe that if you look, you gonna find yes. you, you. Got- I do. I think if you look, I think that find. is such a tragic, <laughs> state of affairs. No, no, but I feel like if you look, you're going to find that doesn't necessarily mean that something is happening. But when you look, you're only seeing one perspective. And that is your perspective for the outside looking in. So I feel like no matter how you look at it, if you're already coming into a situation with the mindset of, I think he's doing something. Okay. Everything that you find can manifest into he Anything no that's not his cousin, <laughs> right. his sister, or his mother, right. that's like an exchange between right. a female. Yeah. You're going to read into. Absolutely. Okay. I, I thought you meant like, you know, because I think when most people say that, they're talking about like, there's definitely something happening. You shouldn't look. No, I don't necessarily. I don't look at it like that. I feel like there's always something that can be up for interpretation that it can seem like it's not like it's something that it's not because you don't have the full picture. That's fair. But then going back to the other point. um, So from from that perspective, I agree and like not looking or snooping. But I do feel as though the hallmark of a healthy situation is we could exchange phones. And like so let's say my phone ran out of battery. We're out in the streets 
and we just like we need yeah. like I need to call to I need to call store. my mama like store. I just need to go so to I need to be able store. to use your phone yeah. and like if you over here ducking shucking and jiving you know you doing the crip walk you you know you just just trying to just shimmy and shake and avoid giving me the phone now I know there's a problem so now I'm actually gonna break up with you on site because That's now I can't case. If I mean, is it extreme? No. Let's let's go back to the basics of your question <laughs> or your scenario. If your battery died uh-huh. and you need to make an urgent call, yes, we're going to go to see how we can help you fix your situation. No. So you need to. Charge so now your I gotta phone. go like seven blocks. To no, the Apple we store. will go seven blocks to go to that. Well, Apple I don't care store. if you come too. Like but when you have it. a perfectly functioning juiced up and charged but phone, it's not your so phone. now. I mean, it's my. It got to be my phone now. If it's a life, what is it's it a life or death scenario? What it's if I just need to make death. sure that my mom's house is not on fire right then now? I will call your mom from my. Oh, phone. that's that's outrageous. Then I will call <laughs> your mom outrageous. from my phone, Listen. and we can talk to her from my phone while it's in my possession. People, I will be the person <laughs> in the back of a squad car because I wrestled the phone out of somebody's hand. But, but what's the now, point? No, now no, it's a problem. No, let's go back to let's go back to your original scenario. <laughs> yes, and the scenario was. If your phone died and you needed to make a phone call, right? What would you do in that situation? I would right? take the no, next no, no, person's no. phone no. and make the phone call. It's not your phone to take. I need. I need to be allowed. I need to be given the phone. No, so but, you know the, we no, go. But, but that's no a different question then, and that's a different <laughs> question. Then don't don't try to say, oh, my battery died. Just say, I want to use your phone. You see, see, that's this is different. this is stuff I'm talking about. Like, why is this so complicated? It's, it's not it got it got way more complicated than it's it needed to get. Because the problem is, is that you're not being truthful. See now, you sound like the dude that's telling me I can't come to his house. No, <laughs> no, you're not being truthful scenarios. because at the end of the day. Uh-huh. He, the end result is you want to call your mother to see if she's okay. Does yes. it? So as long as that phone call is made, what is the problem? The problem is I should be allowed access to my partner's phone. It's not your without phone. It being, Do you pay the bill? No. I, no. Do you pay the bill? I would not so pay the bill. So it's not your phone. And so you don't have but any legal right to it. What does that it? have to do with anything? You don't have a legal right to the phone. You keep well, saying why are that you, the you should be allowed. This? No, but why, is, why is the law got to be involved you said you were going to be in the back now. of a squad car. You would be because yeah, I, I would, would call the police. <laughs> I would say that she is trying to take my property. Oh, yeah. I would I would be wrestling the person to the ground. Let me tell you something. Let me let me get a no. Let me get like anything other than a, I think it's a misplaced swift, anger. I think it's swift and a quick yes. It's now anger. I need to now, you know, what was not a problem and was such an innocent situation turns like extremely ugly. And now I have to wrestle the person to the ground to give me the phone. I actually think that that's very extreme and unnecessary. And like I said, that's misplaced. I do anger. everything in life big. I wouldn't call it big. <laughs> I, I, the word, big was not the word that I was thinking about. Big passion. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't throw passion in there and try to soften it to make it seem like that makes it okay. This is crazy behavior. Listen, just the way you threw the law into like how it's not my legal property. No, but I it's think not. But I think that it's. But don't you think that someone like someone has the right for them to like their privacy to be respected like you don't think that you don't think that that's legit like that's not enough reason for them to say no it doesn't mean that there's anything that they're hiding it just means that i have a right to say no 
Like you have a right to say no, like but there's a reason why yeah, people say no. There's no, but that's the thing. That's my right. Like I just look at it as this is my phone. This is my property. Like I wouldn't ask you to use your phone. Like I'm very much of an individuality person. Like you have your you have your devices and you have your money. You have your situation. It's separate, but, but even if here. we were to talk about money, if I was hungry and I left my wallet at home and right. I needed a whole ten dollars real quick to get a sandwich, I don't believe in that. This is if not I a wanted bank. to be given mm-hmm. ten dollars, I'm talking, but I'm talking about your life partner. I'm not talking about a stranger on right. the street. But I'm that, talking I would about, want it I mean, back. If, oh my god, this I would is, want it back. Just, you would want it back. I would want it back. You would want your man to ask you no, for money back. It's not. Because if, he gave if, you $10 for a sandwich? Listen to how you phrased it. You said, uh-huh. you asked if you could hold $10. That means that you that is a temporary I want to be given $10. Then that's different. I want a sandwich purchased for me in my name. That's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. But be clear and upfront with your question. So here's, so here's the tie back. Okay, the tie back is ultimately between two partners. Yes, yes, you should be able to ask and make requests like so in that scenario, the money is not mine, but I don't see why it would be a big problem for my life partner, spouse, boo, bae, whatever, to give me money to feed myself. So So then why can't I be given access to a phone and in a case of emergency? So yes, I will absolutely just like assume. I mean, I'm going to have to rest on something. So I'm just going to rest on my own assumptions at that point. And so now you're just leaving it for me to assume. There's a reason why I can't go on the phone at that point. That's going to be how I leave it. I don't see the correlation between food and a phone. Like you need to bring that back for me and explain to me what what exactly was the both are urgent situations. They're not urgent. They're both urgent situations. The phone. You're gonna have to take my word for it that it was an urgent situation. (laughs) The phone's urgent. urgent. I I said in the original statement that it was an urgent situation. Right. And then I provided you a solution and you didn't like it. So this is exactly the stuff I'm talking about, people. When (laughs) everything is everything is just like you know a a shimmy and a shake. It's not. Everything is just like a sidestep over. No, I don't agree with the assumption that once you get into a relationship. Everything changes from you and me to we and our. Like everything See, is not community property. You're, why? You're, like why you're is that? Jumping. No, you're it's jumping not. because it's it's a temporary the, use. No, it's a temporary you use. You said be, why can't I be allowed? Yeah. this and this and that. You don't need to be allowed. The original request was you wanted to call your mother. I'm allowing you to speak to your mother, which is what you wanted. You just don't like how it's being done. You're, you have right. a problem and with I, the how. Yes, I have a problem with the how. I think the how is, to me, to me. So just say, I need, I want to be able to use your phone to call my mother. Then say that. Don't say, oh, I need to call my mother. Okay. My phone is All right. My- <laughs> All right. All right. You know, the semantics, the semantic, we need a, mic- a microscope <laughs> to split these, like, tiny little hairs here. I like, don't believe you, in you, community property. I don't, I don't do, do community guidelines. Do you have guidelines. a special grade knife for me to split these <laughs> microscopic hairs that you were over here trying to split? In this, this is a hypothetical scenario. Now you're telling me that I asked the hypothetical scenario wrong? Look, everything just because someone doesn't want to share every aspect of their life doesn't mean that they're hiding something from you. So then where would you feel like 
and protect things that are important to them and keep it to themselves. Everything is not open. So then where would you feel like a red flag would come into play in that scenario? In what scenario? The scenario I just laid out. So like, you know, put yourself in the perspective of someone whose phone just died and you just need to really quick call your mom. Would a red flag at all go off for you or would you just feel like... There's no red flag in this situation. If he offered to dial the number and let me speak to my mom and let me use it, that's fine. I wouldn't really care. Those type of things are not a red flag for me. Like, I don't believe that I need access to your phone. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask you for access to your phone. I think what is a red flag is behaviors in terms of, like, let's say if you have a phone call or um, you have to have conversations where you have to be far away from me like that's different like to me because bathroom combos yeah like I feel like there's certain conversations that obviously you want to have private but if it's a consistent if it's like every call and it's on a consistent basis then that would be a red flag for me like so those are the things that are intuitive but like literally having to hold someone's phone does not matter to me like I don't I don't care about that I think that's a special case for you (laughs) (laughs) i do and i and going back to the whole holding the money i don't believe in that because you know what (laughs) two people spend money very differently okay okay so if you constantly and i feel like money is very dirty and that it (laughs) i feel like money is very dirty in that um it can it can it, it can be a, a downfall for a situation and I'll say this. I agree with you. Because with that. you have people that have different spending habits and it's very rare that you find two people that spend the same. You'll pretty much have one person that's probably a little bit more thrifty and another mm-hmm. one that's more of a spender. So if you have a situation where the spender is constantly asking to hold ten, hold twenty, or, you know, get me this or get me that and the thrifty person is not returning those similar requests then what you're going to breed is resentment i agree so i feel like if you're asking me to hold ten dollars that means you're asking me to borrow ten dollars and you should give it back as respect for me and respect for me working for my money and if it becomes a problem you're going to be asking to hold money with interest I actually don't disagree. I'm surprised. No, I no, I don't <laughs> I'm, be. Well, I'm, I'm surprised, surprised. because you know I'm very cheap. So you are, you know. But like, no, I actually, I actually completely agree with that. I think that, you know, I mean, you, I mean, you very much held on to like that one word, you know, the whole ten dollars in that scenario. Yes, like, you, I like did. you definitely like grapple, like hooked on to that. <laughs> Because I mean, (laughs) I didn't mean it from the perspective of borrow, but you know what, given, you know, being the lit major that I am, I have to respect language and understand that, yes, I threw that, I threw that out there, but I do agree. I actually don't believe in lending a man any money anyways. So, um, you know, that would very much, you know, hurt me to my core to even hear somebody ask to borrow money. That's a man. Or a man I'm dating. Well, I don't believe in, I don't, I don't like the idea of lending money in general 
to anyone that's close to you or has a significant role in your life because yeah, I feel I think like you should just give it, just it, give what you can give. Well, that's the, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm like if you ask me, if you ask me to borrow something, I if I feel compelled to give it to you, I'm like you said, I'm gonna give what I can with no expectation that I'm gonna get it back. So if I get it back, I'm pleasantly surprised. But if I hold on to the idea that I'm gonna get it back, there's gonna be a problem. Oh, I agree. I, I completely yeah. agree with that. But I definitely feel like, you know, I, I, I would get a little triggered if a, if a man asked me to borrow money. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. um, I think that's a good thing. I think, I mean, I think, I think, we, I think we were raised like that. Like that a, a man should be yes. taking, like be a provider and he mm-hmm. needs to, you know, figure it out and not lean on a woman. So I'm completely in alignment with that. I would like to hear from our younger millennial listeners actually about that concept. I think that we need to do a show about money in general, just because I think that the tides are turning. Like, I definitely feel like, you know, and I kind of encounter this a little bit in like dating or or just like men that I know, whether they're like my own brothers or like people in my age range. And there's like a very different perspective of men money and like just even like relationships and like that relationship to money like even like paying on the first date um going dutch like different things like i think that the tides are turning to the point where like we're becoming a little bit like out of style what 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 exactly the tides are turning in what direction in the direction that you know to going back to your point like in terms of how we were raised like we were kind of raised to see like men as like the providers and like they have to figure it out i don't really think that that's like men ain't men no more <laughs> so that went out the window so that doesn't I mean, apply come out and say it. like <laughs> men, ain't men no more those principles those principles only exist when you actually like have men that are men <laughs> Just need to expand on that. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's a whole other show, but I think that you know we talk about like the gen the gender norms, and I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier in the car, right? Like you have you have a generation of men that are that for the majority were raised by women, yes. And so a woman, I don't like I don't care how strong a woman is, a woman cannot teach a man to be a man, and so you have this situation where you have men that exhibit very feminine traits and it's very difficult to kind of understand where we fit in. Yes. I mean, I I agree from like the being raised perspective too. I, I don't know if they, I feel like they're exhibiting female behavior. I just feel I as though, I just feel as though the idea of behavior being gendered is now falling away you know and I think that you know and we talk about this kind of in terms Mm -hmm. of like the context of what this show is about and just kind of like operating from a space where you know things are changing there are generational shifts I mean as there there are always will be but you know we're kind of in the in the crux of that and we're operating from that space where we really do see a falling away of like traditional social normatives partly because you know the social structure has changed the the nuclear family has changed and has fallen away and also because I think that, like, just through movements, like, feminism movements, different types of movements, you know, yeah. the idea of what it, of, of, you know, a male role and a female role is now completely challenged. 
And so I feel like we're operating from a space where we can see that and like in some ways we can operate within that. But, you know, we were very much raised with like kind of those core values like from, you know. So when I think about how we were raised actually and now I'm thinking about it, I feel like we were raised we were raised with the core values but then i know just from my household it was very much like i was very empowered yeah like and so so but and i think about it and i feel like i was more empowered than like my brother right like and so the way it kind of there was more attention in terms of me being able to be independent and not have to depend on a man and you know kind of figure out like what you're going to do and be able to stand on your own two feet so there was a lot of attention with that while still understanding what the the gender norms are but then i feel like michelle obama even said it right like we were too busy like raising our girls and basically yeah i guess like, like there was boys. supposed to be like an understanding right 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 they like, got it like they're good yeah they good <laughs> like oh, you're yeah, good no, i agree you know but i think i think that i think a lot of that well from your from your perspective and for me specifically I think a lot of that's personality too like I definitely think that out of like my siblings you know both of which are men I am the fieriest like I think I'm also like the most independent I think that I have like the I'm the freest thinker but I think that's just my personality but I also think you probably were empowered to do so in the household and so I absolutely was I absolutely was um but then now I feel like, you know, we've grown up in a, and we don't know what to do with it because then we come from a place of being empowered. But then we also have these like, expectations of what we want a man to be. No, and- I, I, I know what to do with it. I'm very clear in terms of like, I, I'm very clear on who I am and I can be an individual and I can be an independent woman. But I want a man that compliments me. I don't need a man to take care of me, but I want someone to match my fly. I mean, when I said we, I meant like kind of we, like the collective we. Well, I'm, well, I'm not included <laughs> like, don't, in that don't we. Throw me in yeah, that. yeah, don't, like I'm not in the collective. I'm, I'm very clear. Shout out to all of y'all in the collective. I'm trying, you know, no. I'm trying to bring things to a higher level. She no. over here talking about her. We have exceptions. <laughs> we we have some exceptions. No, I, I I don't agree with that. I feel like um, you know, there's some of us who we we know where we stand and we know what we're looking for. All right, y'all. So on that note, <laughs> thank you for tuning in for another uh, session of Bougie and Unbothered. Follow us on social media. Um, bougie underscore BU. All right. Be part of the conversation. Thank you.